Content warning, gun violence. Hello, friends. Something crazy happened while we were recording this episode. There was a shooting outside the bar we were at. The bartender heard gunshots and yelled, everyone get down. And we hid under the table until it was clear. Everyone in the bar was okay, but unfortunately, the victim didn't make it. I feel terrible for the victim and their family. Under the circumstances, I cut the episode short. Uh, please enjoy my conversation with Adrian Wilcox at Fiona's. That's the uh, COVID cheers. Oh, is that right? <laughs> Maybe dump half of it on the... Yeah. In case you licked your, your glass, you don't want to... Okay. Uh, um, makes sense. All right. So, are you ready? I think so. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> Welcome to I Know the Owner. Oh, I forgot I have notes. Welcome to I Know the Owner. It is a podcast where bar people talk bar stuff. I'm Charlene Wellington. I'm your host and the owner, and I am here with brand new bar owner. Oh, my God, your last name just fell out of my head. Um, it's Wilcox, but sometimes I go with Dunbar, so that might be why. <laughs> I have known you for a very long time, and I've known your last name. I am here with Adrian Wilcox. And Hello. we are at your brand new bar, Fiona's. Fiona's. How exciting. And welcome to I Know the Owner. Thanks. Hi. Good, hi. <laughs> it's good to see you. Good to see you. Um, you look great here running this bar like you've been doing it your whole life, which you have been, but not your own. <laughs> version of it, yeah, right. For others. And for uh, how's it going? It, it's going really, really, really well. Um, it's It's been uh, a lot of... Um, a lot of good uh, feedback, good people, like everyone wishing us well in the neighborhood, people coming in and checking it out, nice. all kinds of people, which is really great because that really represents the neighborhood. Like, There's all kinds of people here. There's old people yeah. and young people and brown people and gay people and babies and I think everybody has <laughs> a dog. How much do the babies drink? Oh my God, there was one here today, <laughs> drank a lot. Um, but it kind of, all the cross sections have poked their heads in and said hello and wished us well. That's and, uh, awesome. And sat down and had a bite to eat and a, and a drink. So it's been, you know, I don't think you can tell in the first couple of weeks what no. what it's going to be because no. it's, you know, but like our first weekend we made a million dollars. Like, well, that's not going to, yeah. you know, but. That doesn't happen again for like yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> but also that the, the, the general um, uh, feel, uh, the the general feeling has been very welcoming. We haven't had a lot of, you know, I mean, people always like, you're going to get people that roll their eyes when there's a bar. Yeah. And those are people that their experience with a bar has been awful or that, you know, they lived yes. across from a bar when, you know, and they mm -hmm. think every bar is the same. And, yes. Um, I feel like our government seems to be rolling their eyes at a bar right now. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think Mr. Cuomo is. And he definitely is. I think we chatted about this on the, on the, <laughs> on the interweb about how people that don't have any, knowledge of bars are the are ones making that are the making decisions. the rules yeah um, it's it's really disheartening right now yeah um what is heartening though is the wonderful crowd that you have right now in the atmosphere i mean it seems like almost every seat is full yeah, you're almost. allowed to have full and it's a sunday night it was yeah. a gorgeous day it was a good day um, we get a lot from the park we get a lot um you know, people just out walking around and, and mm. coming in to say hi and sit down real quick. And then, you know, I got these, I know our listeners can't see, but I got these rounder <laughs> chairs because um, uh -huh. I want you to kind of lean back and sit back and 
and have get comfy and watch the Mets game and have uh-huh. one more maybe glass of wine than you would have and te- you know and and people yeah. can wait. The people that are standing on the at the door and waiting can wait. And when they sit down, <laughs> then they, they can, can stay. stay. Yeah, I, okay. I really want to have that. Um, don't come in even three hours and have a glass of water. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. But but I want people to feel like they can come in with a book and and relax. Oh wow! And you know. Yeah. Um, I moved um, some people today. I did the opposite. I moved people because my favorite dog was coming in and I had to make room. So <laughs> that's funny. it's Cooper. For those of you that are wondering, it's Cooper, Cooper. the Frenchie. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay. I mean, Coops. Come on. Cooper the pooper. Sure. <laughs> um, um, so how did you get into this business? Let's see. Um, how old were you when you started bartending? I was, I was, I guess, a late bloomer. I forever had a real job, quote unquote. Okay. I was a um, production manager for a lot of like really high end like photographers and photo labs. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in Boston um, and in and around Boston. And then um, I met a guy and I moved to New York City. Would that be Matthew? That would be Matt. <laughs> And I got a job um, as a sort of production person, whatever, for this really nice photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, I should probably tell people that Adrian's life partner, Matthew, is my business partner, Matthew. It's the same Matthew. That's um, right. So if you've been listening to all the podcasts, he was on episode two. <laughs> so this is his better half. <laughs> he knows it. Out, yeah. He knows it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so I always I always worked in that industry. Mm-hmm. I had friends in that industry, and I worked in, in photography. Production. Well, in photography, in photography and, and it was okay. really like real, um, like real photographers and real and, and digital was was up and coming and new, but it was a real thing. And when I moved to New York, the place that I worked for in Boston was opening a, a, a really high end place in New York City. And okay. I, when I moved here, I worked there. So you never bartended in Boston? Believe it or not. Wow. Yeah, but right. I drank a All lot. Right. <laughs> um, and when I moved here, I worked for two minutes at this place. And what they had put me in was I went from photography to offset printing, which is... Okay. It, it's... Is that like there, business cards? Yeah. There's okay. there's no similarity. Like, you can't... You, they don't compute. Yeah. You know I mean, they, they don't... I couldn't work. I couldn't... Mm. I didn't understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, it was literally Greek to me. Um, so I got a job with this really nice uh, photographer uh, in Midtown, and I was basically like doing stuff that an intern should be doing. And okay. it was, I was miserable, and I wasn't making any money, and the guy was really nice. And long story short, there was this woman that worked in the office who was so obnoxious, and she was really young, and she was getting married, and all she would do is talk about her wedding. And, like, <laughs> and I went in, the guy said, I've, <laughs> I forget his last name, and I wouldn't say his last name anyway, but the pho- photographer's name was Larry. Uh-huh. And she was outside his office, like, yapping on about her wedding one day. And I went in to talk to Larry about something, and out of nowhere, I worked there for, like, eight months, and I was like, oh, well, we need to talk about this, that, or the other. And, 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 and I was like, you know what, Larry? I quit. I'm sorry. I quit. I can't do this. <laughs> you didn't even know you were going to quit? You no, just quit? no. He had some, and he, again, he was a really nice guy, and uh-huh. I felt, you know, comfortable around or whatever, uh-huh. and uh, and I and I got on the elevator and I left, and I went to it was in Midtown, and uh, there was a bar uptown called Yogi's. It used to be called the Bear Bar, and um, 
the bear, like the animal bar, and uh -huh. I went up there because I'd heard they were hiring. It was officially Yogi's, but people called it the bear bar? It was called the bear bar, okay. and then when the new people took it over, it was oh, okay. they called it Yogi's, Got but it was it. exactly the same. It was the same, okay. literally the same decor. They just handed over the keys. Is it still there? No, no, okay. no, no. It's like right by the Beacon, gotcha. the Beacon Theater. And I went in because I'd heard they were hiring, and, and I'd spent a lot of time in bars, and Matt was a bartender, my friends were bartenders, and they were like, we're hiring, but not for this bar, for our other bar. Uh-huh. I said, what's your other bar? And they said, it's the Village Idiot. Remember the Village yes. Idiot? Yes. Yes. I, I lived across the street, actually. Wow. Yeah. So that's how I, I got... I lived above the Coyote Ugly Saloon. No. Yeah. They were, across, that was, they were across the street, right? They, uh, no, like they were like block. in the same area. Yeah. They were in the meatpacking, yeah. yeah. And, um... That's how I started. My first foray was the into, village idiot. into bartending was wow. Cowboy hat, Hank Williams, shots for frat boys. Climbed in, on the bar and poured shots in people's mouths. Yep, all of it. Dancing on the a, bar. Gave him a slap and a wink. Mm -hmm. All of it. <laughs> and it's a it's trial by fire. Like if you either yeah. you don't there. It was in retrospect, it was pretty easy because it was beer and a shot. Yeah, you don't have to. If you know. got a bag of soda, you'd yeah. look around the room. But yeah. The way they would stack the bar was it would be it was a really long bar and there'd be mm. two of us that had that were had at least some head on our shoulders and then two absolute like bounce up and down like bimbos. Uh-huh. Knowing that we'd kinda pick up the slack. We still drank too much and all that stuff uh -huh. and like Shots. If, if I never see Goldschlager again or hear, <laughs> may, God bless his soul, but like I can't hear. So there were two music money anymore. bartenders and two like fun bartenders. Yeah, but fun. everybody was money in their own way. Like yeah. we could turn and burn, but they were also like, you yeah. know, jumping up and down and you know. Um, and I can't. It's, it was a long time before I could even listen to any kind, even like good country yeah, music. Yeah. Like Loretta Lynn. I'm like, turn it off, turn it off. You know? <laughs> um, but that was my foray into bartending and how long did you work there? I worked there for five years. I worked there until the day it closed, which wow. seems to be how it goes with me. <laughs> I have um, so many questions about the village idiot. I'll, I'll answer all of them. How was the job interview? It, it was with a woman. This woman, Charty, used to run uh -huh. it. So it wasn't just everybody knows Tom, big Tom. Um, and she was just like, I had no you know what I think the job interview was? Uh -huh. Was I sat down and she asked if I wanted a drink and I was like, yeah, I'll have a vodka grapefruit. And it, I wasn't if you like... you had a drink, I had a drink and I had no bartending experience uh -huh. and she knew it. But um, I think I was like, yeah, I'll get a drink. You know, and, and then when, uh -huh. when I left and she's like, if you want to get a shot when you leave, you know, it's on the house. And I, and I did a shot. And I think that was sort of it. Like, I could do it. I didn't care about doing it. Like, uh -huh. I didn't... Um, That's funny because yeah. I didn't hire somebody because they drank a beer at the interview. <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't. The, you, know, yeah. you don't own the village idiot yes. either. No, it's a I different do not. animal. I do not. Nor do I want to. <laughs> it was the idiot was for me was mostly. I mean, it was. I worked alone on Monday nights, and okay. I don't know if you remember the idiot. It was a huge bar. It was. It was. I, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember it at all. I know I've been there, but. If I ever went, it was like at the end of the night, and I was already wasted Stupid, and with yeah. people. Yeah, and, there was a lot yeah. of that. Um, yeah. It was. My experience was not terrible. It was. I mm -hmm. mean, Tom wasn't a creep. I mean, he, he was weird. He was a drunk, but he was. He wasn't a creep. <laughs> I shouldn't say that, but uh, you know, he was. He is. <laughs> or he was. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, he was a village idiot, but uh, he, he was never. But you know, um, it was a good way to learn how uh -huh. to have fast hands, and then yes. I, I always bartend, and I realized mm. that after a while that I always bartend like it's Friday night at the Village Idiot. Uh -huh. So if someone orders a drink from me, like, that, 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 you know, like, grab yeah. the, grab the bucket, grab the, you know, yes. and it's like, okay, grab, you know, it's okay, you're just making a Manhattan. <laughs> you know yeah, saying? yeah. Um, 
so yeah, that was my, that's and I worked there until it closed in 2004, and I worked there until uh, and I was already working. I, then I started working at the Spring Lounge, and I was already working at the Lounge, and. Brian that on the lounge knew I was working at the Idiot, but Tom at the Idiot didn't know I was working at the lounge. And there was this thing. Okay. And I was like, I don't want him to know, but it doesn't matter because it's closing anyway. Uh-huh. Um, you know, us bar owners, we get very particular about stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they were closing. It wasn't it wasn't personal. I mean, it was mm-hmm. good that I got yeah. out, you know, and, uh, you know, it was... I mean, a smart bartender always has a shift in two places. Yeah. Like, and you, and anything can happen. You don't have job security. You don't. You don't have yeah. un- you're not going to get unemployment if you yeah. get laid off. Like, you should have a job in two places. Or, or connections in places. Yes. That, that, you know, that, that, oh, anytime you want, you mm-hmm. know. Um, or you're a cover person somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that was that's how I started bartending. It was totally... Uh, it was total... Um, Fuck you! I quit. And oh I, yeah. I, I always feel bad that I that I set like did that. To you said Larry. fuck you! I quit even no. though they closed. No, no, no. Uh, the photographer. Like, oh, if, the if photographer. I had left there, I wouldn't gotcha. have. Gotcha. I wouldn't have gone to the idiot. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah. And then I uh, after that I I worked at the Spring Lounge. Uh, Spring Lounge. You were still working there when I met you, I think. Probably. Yeah, I worked yeah. there for a long time. I worked there yeah. for eight years, and that was a tiny bar uh-huh. that would have. I mean, the, like, it would just be slammed all the time. Slammed, like you went they in. They open at eight a.m., right? They do. Yeah. I, I believe they still do. Even with COVID, I think they still can. I mean, they, they would have to. <laughs> yeah, they they got grandfathered in, and they were. Um, and that was I worked Friday and Saturday nights at the lounge for many years, and um, again, that was a learning. Not not. Uh huh. How'd you I, get that job? I didn't. I didn't learn a lot by working at the lounge because uh-huh. the lounge was. Um, it wasn't the same as the idiot, but it was easy like that. It was like six thousand mm-hmm. Bud Lights, and then every yeah. now and then you get like a Manhattan or something. Those are and kind of like, my dream jobs, where you go in, it's slammed from the minute you get there. You bust your ass. You look at the clock, it's midnight. You look at the clock, it's two. Yep. You look at the clock, it's five. You're like, oh shit, I should have been done by now. We're out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's what the lounge. And there's like. a bouncer if anybody gives They're, you shit. They staff the lounge like, like they had. I think he still works at the Tiger um, and mm-hmm. maybe the lounge too. They have this this bar back Aussie. We used to call him the wizard. He was the wizard of Oz, and like you know, he'd be in front of you, and you'd say like, he's probably still cleaning the bathroom downstairs. You know, like he's he was amazing. So you uh-huh. it was it, you had a lot of back. You didn't turn around without there were limes if you needed them. There were ice, uh-huh. ice you know. So it was oh, like wow, that's awesome. in that respect, it was very easy to work. Yeah. Despite the fact that it was very, it was a horseshoe bar. It mm-hmm. is a horseshoe bar. It was very small. Um, so you get to know your partner that you're working with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Intimately, um, and uh, and that was just like same thing. It was it was uh-huh. just like you know, good money, really good money, and mostly easy. Except the next day, I worked Friday and Saturday nights, uh-huh. and uh, my good friend Michelle worked Friday and Saturday days, and she lived in the neighborhood at the time. And like we'd go out on Sundays and just like go sit at high dive, and like like we've been like uh-huh. beaten up, you know, like yeah. sit there and like. And we had been, kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Just be, still smelled like beer, even though they had a shower, you know. But, <laughs> I don't know, it was kind of worth, at the time, it was kind of worth it, you know. But, um, so, yeah, that was that was the lounge, you know. And um, How did you get that job? Did you know someone? Uh, my friend Michelle, actually. Oh, okay. Um, Michelle uh, had worked there for a long time and had was working day working Friday Saturday days at the time and uh, they needed these two rock star bartenders were both leaving at the same time uh-huh. 
and they wanted to fill it in like quickly, like someone that could just come in. Mm -hmm. And I went in, and they had one of those old registers, like like Freddie's has, like Fiona's has. Uh -huh. God help us. And um, Brian, the owner, was there, obviously, and I, I he's just throw me in on a. I don't know if it was a Friday or whatever, but it was a busy night. Just okay. behind the bar with a bartender that also worked there for a while. And uh, the register jammed up. The old register jammed uh -huh. up. And I just took out a pad of paper and I was just doing the, you know, like $5, $1, 2 3 $8, uh -huh. $1, 2 3 and, and he was impressed by that, that I just, he just handled it. And I was like, if I can handle the village idiot, like the <laughs> shit that would happen to the idiot, like the toilet's never flush, there's some crying girl, there's mm -hmm. drunks. That, like, was that a place where they would cut people's ties? No, 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 no. no. Okay. It wasn't. We didn't get too gimmicky. We okay. we jumped up and down. We, we danced on the bar, but it was mm. like you had your song. Uh huh. My song was Nine to Five" by Dolly Parton. Of course, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. You know, it wasn't like the movie. And, mm. um, we can get into that. I, I went to the movie. I with think a bunch of all of the bars like that, I spent the most time at Doc Holiday's, oh, Lord, and there would be yeah. like a certain song, and the bartenders would get up on the bar and yeah. like pour shots down your throat. And I had a friend that worked there, so we would go there and. And just get, just, you just went there to get fucked up. There was no. I don't even think you went there to get fucked up, but you would. Yeah. And then well, you'd okay. be like, okay, what happened? Oh, you went there when you were already fucked up. And, like, then, you're like, yeah. and then my friend that bartended there, anytime we went out anywhere else, it became Doc Holidays. <laughs> right. And wherever we went, we were standing on the bar pouring shots down people's throats. That's, yeah, that was a, I, I, all my bad <laughs> habits that I learned. Yeah. And I still have some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I, 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 I made a note of one today um, I learned at The Idiot that that I, I tend to I worked alone a lot at The uh -huh. Idiot which is strange uh, considering how big it was but I always leave the, like the bottles on the back bar like uh -huh. I, I won't put the bottle of Kahlua back I'll put it on the back bar okay I'll get to it later yeah yeah um, but other terrible habits that I learned I learned at The Idiot not even at like, not the lounge like the lounge yeah. you always had somebody helping you but um yeah and then um I'm gonna see if I can get another um uh and then I worked at, um, I left the lounge. Um, my dad was really sick, and um, I was back and forth to Boston looking after him, and uh, left the lounge, and was never again, never again, <laughs> never again. I'm going to go to law school, whatever I thought I was going to do. You were, you were out of the business, I was you out. I was out. Uh -huh. and, um, what was your plan? I had no, I had no plan. I, kept, okay. I always told everyone I wanted to be a lawyer, and then I had a lawyer friend that's like, you don't want to be a lawyer. <laughs> I, I kind of like, want to be a lawyer. I, I, I don't know I, if I, I want to be a lawyer, but I want to go to law school, Ooh, which is I'm a very opposite. expensive I want to be a lawyer, but I don't want to. <laughs> like, I want to sit in law classes and, like, argue with, yeah, the, with the actual constitution and other, yeah, and yeah. other students. Um, which is expen like that's a very expensive hobby. Like, you don't do that unless you're going to be a lawyer. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not a. a but yeah. I'm obsessed. I watch all the law shows. I like read all the contracts, and they all make sense to me. It's like that's funny. Good it's for like you. it's like math. I feel it's like math. You know how like math? You look at it and you're like, oh, that makes sense. Like whether like, I understand you get it, it or you get not. It. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. It's funny. My sister-in-law is a lawyer, and she's um. She's really like pretty chill and laid back and whatever, and you know, she's into the dead. But when she's around a lawyer, all of a sudden they're like, "Did you see that case about the blah blah blah?" I'm like, "Who's this person?" You know, right? But um, I also don't like to argue. She's not so. argumentative. I don't mean that. But yeah. no, but I mean like lawyers kind of have yeah. to. They have to argue. They have to be confrontational. They have yeah. to be like, "You're trying to get away with this." Yeah. You know, and I don't know if I want to live like that. <laughs> but so, you go to the classes. You yeah. really probably could do. What do they call it when you go into a class? Oh, when you, we're going to get letters about this. When you, 
You watch. It begins with an A. Oh, Darn wow. it, I can't think dead of it. Dead air. Dead air. Oh, goodness. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. We're, it doesn't matter. We can have dead air. This is my podcast. I can do what I want. We can edit it out. Yeah, we can edit it out, too. Um, <laughs> so you you thought you got out. You thought you got all thought the way out. out. You quit. How did you quit? The lounge? Yeah. Oh, no, I left mo- really mostly because of my dad. Like, my dad was okay. sick. And, so and, you were uh, like, my dad's sick. I'm leaving I'm indefinitely. I'm leaving. Yeah. And, um, you didn't give them, like... I, like a like a bot. You were, was it open ended or you were just it was like open ended? Yeah, okay. I ended up going back on Thursdays for okay. uh, a while. Um, and I was in the city in in the city of Manhattan, on the <laughs> island of Manhattan. And uh, my trains got screwed up, and uh-huh. I had to take the R train. And I got out on uh, I'm not kidding. I got out at the Union Street station. Uh huh. And. Um, this woman, Crimson, that managed Mission Dolores, oh, had been I drinking am, at Freddy's. I'm a fan um, of Crimson. Yeah, she's, I think she's, well, I know she's moved up state since yeah. and had a baby. But she had been drinking, or, or coming into Freddy's quite a bit, and I knew she was working, and I was like, oh, I'll go say hi to Crimson. Mm-hmm. So I went to say hi to Crimson. It was very quiet, like Wednesday afternoon. Take it off my sweatshirt. Oh, nice. <laughs> and Mission's... Uh, everything Mission didn't have a basement so everything was upstairs mm-hmm. the walk-in and everything yes. so we get to talking like business and she's like have you seen the walk-in have you seen have you worked with Fobs like blah blah you blah you didn't even know she was interviewing you I don't think she knew she was interviewing <laughs> me and, and you know I had a couple ciders and we got to talking and finally she said Adrian do you want to work here and I said you know what if I'm going to like downshift Mission is the place yeah. for me to work because it was, it was very chill Yeah, the owners were very hands off and they were like you put on your music <laughs> lock the door behind you mm-hmm. let us know if you need lemons yeah. like it was it was very much like that and I liked that because they're at the, at the time there were very different kind of bartenders that would work they'd be like have their whole like the yeah. one was like a metal guy and like the metal music all night and he had his whole little scene going and whatever so it, it I was like yes this is I can do this this is much more lo-fi uh-huh. and I worked um Friday nights and Sunday days forever. Mm-hmm. And then when she was leaving, I took her Wednesday days. And I always okay. kind of liked my Wednesday days. I never liked working Sundays, but I mm-hmm. liked my Sundays, if you know what I mean. Because I was like... Yeah. I worked Sunday nights at Commonwealth for years. And I hated that I didn't have Sunday off. Right. But that was my favorite shift. Like, all the fun people exactly. would come out Sunday nights. And my son, I loved Sundays. But I, I felt the same way. Because I, in, in this... In this industry, in this industry, you you don't often get to see your friends that have the nine to five jobs. Yeah. Don't forget COVID, but like yeah. a lot of times, I'd be like on a Monday night, like, "Hey, teacher, a friend who's a teacher, do you want to?" No, you yeah. know. Or Thursday night, hey, no, you know. no, I got to work in the morning. Just some bartender friends, yeah. Yeah, I, I stopped getting invited to parties and stuff like that <laughs> years ago because. I'm like, I can't go. I work on the weekends. How dare you? Yeah. How dare you invite me? Yeah. I'm insulted. So now I'm sad because I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I worked, Fridays and sa- I worked Fridays at the Idiot for five years, and I worked Fridays and Saturdays at the Lounge for almost eight years. So yeah. I never went to anything. Or I mean, the Lounge is easy to get covered. What about those few times that you get invited to a barbecue, and it's like, the barbecue will start at 3, and you're like, oh, cool, I have to be at work at 8. So you get to the barbecue at like just three because you're like, I'll have two hours. And then you're sitting there with like with a baby. the parents. Yeah. yeah. 
They're like the parents of the person who's barbecuing is. Yeah. And then like your friends show up like four minutes before you have to leave. Yeah. So oh, I stopped going to barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I never did stuff beforehand because it made me yeah. sad. And I, I did my, it a few times, but it makes you really sad. Yeah. <laughs> so I stopped. Also, doing I that. always needed my queen nap. I'm like, I need my queen nap. Yes. Yes. Everyone go away. I need to sleep. Yes. I'm, I'm a big napper. Five. Yeah. So you never really had to pound the pavement. No. You just, like, no. happened into it. Happened. Bartending happened to you. Yes, it, it, it happened to me. I mean, I had experience being at a bar. You know, uh-huh. we all know that bartending isn't how to make a martini. I knew how to make a martini. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, just, it, it did. It, like... I, I owe a lot of it to the village idiot, which is kind of funny. Yeah. It's, you know, it taught, you know, I still do a lot of idiot, like village idiot things. I, I'm, I'm very like, it's ingrained and maybe it's just because of how I learned, but mm-hmm. it is funny that like, I, like I'll still be like screaming and yelling and like, like, hey, uh, night! you know, like uh-huh. and the people are, like, Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the first place you work at, like, it, it's like, the reason why you like season a chalkboard before you like write on it for the first time, because the first thing that that gets written on it is yeah. going to stay. Yeah. So there are rules that I learned when I first started bartending that I know the world has changed and I know yeah. there are different ways of doing things, but don't let me catch you doing that in my bar because yeah. it's wrong. Yeah, and let's nip <laughs> like, it in the bud now. Yeah, like it's wrong. I like, had uh, one thing that drives me crazy. And I see it all the time is, uh, and I learned this with the idiot is you don't serve, you don't make a drink on the back bar. You don't make a drink, no, on, the don't make a drink on the back and bar. And the reason you don't do that is because a young people lady think might think you're putting a roofie in her yeah. drink. And I learned that at the idiot. And when I see people doing it now, I'm like, I can't believe it. Like no. I'm outraged. Even like at a chill yeah. bar, I'm like, I know you're not or roofying they me, could but be like, like making it with like the cheap stuff instead of right. like it's a secret. Yeah, and it, it's not supposed do to be supposed of me. to make the yeah. drink in or, front or of the person. The world. At least. Yes. Maybe you're not standing in front of me. Yes. Yeah, it's so funny. And I, I, we were out the other night, and I saw that, and I was like, I hate that. And I don't think the bartender was doing anything untoward. But no, I was they like, just I'm didn't like, know any yeah, better. You don't, you don't put rocks in a glass and pour bullet bourbon with your back to me. Yeah. You know. Anyway. Yes. But I learned that at the idiot of all places, the disgusting village well, idiot yeah. that didn't have plumbing. I was like, you also. <laughs> Um, did you ever have to throw, I guess you, you didn't have to throw people out of the bar until you worked at Mission Dolores. Oh, yeah, I, I would throw, I, I, yeah, the idiot, because I worked alone on Mondays at okay. the idiot. I threw people out, and, and the, uh, all bets were off of the idiot. You could do anything. I mean, you could literally dump a pitcher of water over someone's head at the idiot. You could do yeah. anything to get someone out. Uh, and that's, uh, a learned craft, if you will, <laughs> how to get someone out of a bar, especially and, if you're a and woman. Not by- Probably not by throwing a pitcher of water on their head because no, that would just make them asleep. mad. Yeah, <laughs> but it is a, a learned art, um, and if, it's different if you're alone or if you have. Yeah, if you're, you know, I mean, there were there were five foot two women at the idiot that could man that bar. Yeah. You know, um, so I had to, yeah. I, I mean, I, I had to think about throwing people. Out. I mean, I remember throwing people out, like, but also you have a bouncer. Like, I'm yes. like, you're out of here. Um, Did you have a bouncer on Mondays too? Uh, probably. I don't mm-hmm. remember. I would imagine so. I don't mm-hmm. remember particularly. But um, uh, the lounge always had bouncers, but you could also you could just be like, you know. And mm-hmm. I we he, I think he's still there. This guy Kevin, who is great. I could just say to Kevin like, Hey Kevin, this guy's leaving right now. Like that's how you threw people out of the uh-huh. out of the lounge. You know, like like 
I wasn't throwing you him just out. Point. Kevin was. I'm like, yeah. this asshole's leaving. Oh, um, I missed that. <laughs> I haven't I haven't had that luxury in a very long time. Yeah. And at Mission, it was different because the bouncer was so very far away, you know, like literally physically so far away that um, I didn't have to do it much. And it was Mission Dolores. So you have a lot of, you know, you didn't the, get a lot of call for it. You know? At the art bar, I worked four to four. Oh, my God. But and the bouncer came in at 10. And nine out of ten times, I had a problem at, like, 9.30. Right. And I had to throw somebody out by myself. Like, it was lovely when I was like, oh, shit, I got to throw this guy out. And then I remembered that the bouncer was on, and I was like, yes, I could just point. Yeah, but but like, most of the time, yeah. I had to do it myself, and that sucked. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, again, it's a learned art. You know, you, how, how aggressive are you? How, you know, and you just have to read it. You just and have, you to, have read to read this person. Yeah. Is, are they going to, are they going to, you know... Hit me in the face against the or they're just gonna be like, yeah, I'm drunk. Sorry, you know, yeah. you don't, you don't know, you know, and you, nope. you, you know it when you see it. You know, like this guy's <laughs> gonna be, you know, you've dealt with some of it at Hinty's recently, right? With the aggression. Yeah, and, someone threw a chair at me. Oh, that's I, that's I so, didn't win that one. Yeah, <laughs> that one I lost. Yeah, uh, yeah, and you don't, you never, you, you, yeah, you're not always right. You know, sometimes you're wrong. And sometimes and, you get angrier than you have the muscles to back up. Right. As you know, as me, I definitely. Like, my blood starts to boil, and I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. Yeah. And I'm like, am I going to fucking kill this? Well, we'll find out. Yeah. Like, luckily, I'm, I'm still here. Yeah. But sometimes I, I you, act like I'm going to kill somebody. And you can't rely on, often you, you can in your head, but you can't rely on regulars being there or, or, or no, male regulars. No, you definitely regulars. can't now during COVID. Right. You can't just, you can't just assume that, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, now yeah. COVID is, everything's off the rails, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah, Mission wasn't really a place that you threw a lot of people out of, you know. It's, yeah. you know, it's sweet little Mission Dolores, you yeah, know, we have our yeah, 21 yeah. taps and what are you drinking and, you know. Um, and uh, I worked on Friday nights and then I switched to Friday days and Friday nights there was always at least a bar back mm -hmm. and always someone around. That if there was really a problem, uh -huh. you know, you were okay. And we had a bouncer, but he was at the front... He was far away. He was far away. He was on yeah. Fourth Avenue, literally. Like, yeah. He was a block away. So. Because Mission Dolores has an inside spot, and then an outside spot, and then an inside spot. Yes. So it's like... It runs it's, like it's vertical as opposed to horizontal, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, but you had a building fall on you when you were working there. Uh, <laughs> I had scaffolding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, yeah, that was... That was... <laughs> I've had a day. That was weird. Uh, that whole... The, the, the thing that uh, I'm a little superstitious and we had bumped into the night before we went uh, Matt and I went to see um, a movie and we bumped into friends of ours uh -huh. um, actually regulars from Mission at the movie so after uh -huh. we went out to have a, you know, have a drink it was like uh -huh. like 5 o'clock in the afternoon and when we were walking to have a drink this crazy woman uh -huh. like approached me and was screaming at me and she told me she was going to put a hex on me <gasps> and I was like Whoa! I'm like, that's heavy. Like, what the? And we went. We had our drinks. I don't believe in anything, but I believe in that kind that of shit stuff, for some reason. Like, like, like when you walk past a fortune teller, I'm like, please don't ask me if I want my fortune. Like, yeah. I don't want to piss you off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't want my fortune. She was hissing like, and I want screaming you to at not me. Know I exist. Yeah. And the next day was the scaffolding incident, and it was was she the put a hex on you. I don't but, know. 
But I don't think so because you like kind of saved the day. Well, you, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, you go, you run on adrenaline. It was, it was very, um, you know, everyone talks about like I put a baby in the walk-in. I did not put a baby in the walk-in. But I like those, yeah. that story. The, you put the a baby mission, in the yeah. walk-in. And it was, it was, up, you know, everyone's on. Um, uh, what do they call it? Citizen app. Mm-hmm. So I was getting phone calls from people who used to live here, still on the Citizen app. So the app. rumor is that Adrian put a baby in the walk-in <laughs> to save its life. I guess we'll we'll hear the, the full story. Sure, but the irony <laughs> is that everyone knows how much Adrian hates babies. I know. So, <laughs> so I know like, you if I put a baby in the walk-in, it would just be. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get your bartender's attention so you oh, can get a drink while you're telling the story. Um, it was. Uh, uh, nope, it didn't work. There were many, many <laughs> he things. Doesn't want to bother us in play that worked in our favor that day because it could have been a lot lot worse that day um it was a beautiful day and it was uh jazz um it was a beautiful day it was also gay pride Uh uh-huh uh it was a sunday afternoon it was new york city pride and it was just a peep early enough that there could have been there easily could have been 50 people in that room yeah and because of all those things, there weren't. There weren't, because uh, they were out somewhere else. They were out else. playing. It's yeah. still at the park or still at Pride or whatever. Um, and I went out, I mean, if you want to tell the story, I went out, there was a little group, like, just outside the door of the, like, in the garden, there was mm-hmm. kind of a mixed group of, like, all kind of, like, men and women, adult, fem- adults, and they had a baby stroller, and they had a, um, a dog. Uh-huh. And we had a... Um, like an awning that you could un unroll. Uh-huh. And I, it was getting windy out and whatever, and I went out to tell them, if you want to open the awning, I can do it, or you can do it, uh-huh. or it's okay if you come in with the dog. Like, okay. if it starts raining, you can come in with the dog. And while I was standing That's there, nice. I was like, what the fuck was that sound? <gasps> was it so, like a boom? It was like a boom, and then there was this half-second thing, and the guy with the baby just ran into the bar and and you know those things you know you hear about people that like uh, I, I don't want to call this real trauma it wasn't real trauma but people that go through real experiences like that it it's mm. five seconds long and it's five minutes yeah. long it and was, that's apparent so that's the like lift a car went, off your baby yeah he just grabbed it and like, ran in before adrenaline. anything even hit the ground he just that's, ran into the that's bar amazing not out of the bar which would have been a lot further and maybe more dangerous and he mm. just ran in and i was like to everybody and this it hadn't even hit the ground yet and i was like uh-huh. go 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 i didn't know what, what it, i didn't yeah. I thought the whole building was coming down yeah because they're doing all this construction and they've been dicks the whole time oh about God, any complaints so we scary. had it wasn't at the time i was like uh-huh. just go and i you know like you just like I said, it, it's it's in slow motion, yeah. you know. And I was like, everyone go in the bar, but then you go in the bar, and it had a, an, a um, like an atrium. It was glass. Uh-huh. It was like literally a glass ceiling. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit! I'm like, go further in the bar. <laughs> go uh-huh. into the bar, and um, uh, it started coming through the ceiling, and that's when I told everyone to go behind the bar because it was like a solid roof. Uh huh. And that's when I told the guy, I'm like, if you want to go in the walk-in, uh-huh. you can. And I said, also be careful of the dog. There's glass everywhere. And somehow that translated to... I love that I brought story. a baby in the walk-in. I, Adrian, I didn't touch a baby. Adrian threw a baby into the walk-in <laughs> to save its life. I didn't touch a baby. I don't, yeah, the one, I didn't, I don't know the you baby. You one of my favorite quotes, and I guess we didn't talk about how you grew up in bars. Um, 
because I know that people are always like, yeah, when I was a kid, my parents always brought me to the bar, and you and I feel the same way about children in the bar. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we don't like it. We don't like children. I don't, don't like do children it. in my bar. I don't like you spinning around on my seats. Yep. I don't like your grubby hands touching my shit. I don't really see you ding dong when you're eating a diaper change. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't want your diaper in my garbage can. Yep. Like, none For of that. Seven hours. I put up with it, but I don't like it. And, um... Somebody was like, I, I, this might have even been like in a Facebook group, and somebody was like, oh yeah, but I grew up in a bar, and my parents always brought me, and and you were like, yeah, me too, and I fucking hated it, and I was bored. Bored, yeah. And and I had had this like nostalgic attachment to being dragged into a bar as a little kid. Yeah. And when you said that, and I don't know if it was Facebook or in person, I was like, oh my god, she's right. I did hate it. Yeah. I did hate it, but yeah. somehow over the years I've been conditioned to think about it nostalgic. But I remember I hated it. Because when you get older, it's cool. Oh, I, I hung out in bars. Yeah. You know, I was like, bored. Um, my dad would give me like a quarter for the pinball machine, and I would lose it immediately. Yeah. And then, then you he would just order bored. me a Coke, and it would be a full glass of ice and like one sip of Coke, <laughs> and I would drink the whole thing, and then I had this glass of ice, and then they had like a bag of Bonton potato chips, but they were like three chips in the bag yep. and then like me just sitting there with like no one to talk to and a bunch of drunk old men yep boring boring uh, at best boring and it was always like it, it always seemed like forever too like I thought we were going to see you know yeah. whatever movie yeah you I know. thought we were just going to be here for this amount of time like why are we still here yep. dad it's time to go yeah, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> it's funny that I like bars as much as I do. Maybe it's sort of ingrained in my, but that I, I like bars as much as I do uh -huh. with having that, had that experience. I mean, I never had like a terrible experience at a bar, but I was yeah. always there and bored. And it wasn't all the time either. Mom, it wasn't all the time. Um, <laughs> but it was, it, yeah, I, just, I didn't enjoy it. Like, I didn't look forward to it, you know. So, yeah. But yeah. I didn't realize that until I you... I wish I knew what the bar was, too, because we were in Boston. I'm curious what the bar oh, was. Oh, I know exactly what bar it was. Oh, that really? my dad used to take me to. <laughs> yes. It was called The Keg, and it was on 3rd Avenue in Bay Ridge. It's a good name for a it's bar. It's a Thai restaurant now. Yep. And I, I, rem I nostalgically remember... The thing I loved the most was my dad's friend Tommy, like, he either lived upstairs or nearby, and then we would go to Tommy's house, and we would ring the bell, and his mother would, like, hang her whole body out the window and be like, who is it? And we, my dad would be like, it's Herbie, and then she would throw the keys out the window, and we would let ourselves in, and I just thought that was the coolest thing yeah, the ever. Coolest move, yeah. That we got to, like, she had to, like, throw the keys out the window, and I don't know. That is cool. That, yeah. I mean, that is, as I say, I old school. Have a buzzer. Yeah. <laughs> just yelled. Yeah, we just yelled. Hit a pan until they came to the window. <laughs> but yeah. You don't remember the bar you went to. It was in Boston. I can't even imagine where was. It was it your dad that took you? Yeah. Yes. I can't, I can't even, like, think. I mean, I can't even. I mean, I know where he lived a few different places. I know what neighborhoods he lived in in Boston, mm -hmm. but I haven't Did you drink it. a Shirley Temple? Maybe a Shirley Temple every now and then. Yeah. He was a strictly um, wild turkey guy, so... Oh. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I just remember, you know, I just remember dark, like like the table. Like I don't remember any specifics about the bar either. Mm -hmm. Just like oh, it was a dark table, and I had my crayons, and you know. Oh, crayon! No, I don't think I, I was got lucky. Crayons. Yeah, I'm putting them in my little. Like, no, it was like they gave me a chair. Oh really? You I sat at the bar. No, no, I didn't oh. sit at the bar. No, I may have sat at the bar. Yeah. I did sit at the bar in a bar stool, but they gave me a chair at the pinball machine so oh, I could nice. reach. Yeah. And then like a quarter. And I was like, I lost. Yeah. And then, Dad, Hello. can I have another quarter? And he's like, 
Last one. <laughs> I put the quarter in. Nope. No good. <laughs> Still no good at pinball. Still no good. Yeah. I think I'm better now, but. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah, that was my. I guess the the idiot wasn't my uh, my you know, and also like, well, the underage drinking was a lot easier back then too. Yes. Like, you know, so that was also yes, where I, that's where I learned to be in a bar is like yeah. how you behave and how you like how you didn't piss off the bartender. I learned by being underage in a bar and being yeah. like, I can't piss off the bartender. This is what you do, and like, you You're left right. a dollar, you left a tip, whatever, and like, you know. Because otherwise you'll get thrown out for being underage. Yeah. And if, if you're, you're underage and you're like, no, but I'm cool, I tip. Yeah, but also yeah. don't over tip. There's also this. Yeah, well, you can't over tip because you don't have money. Right, <laughs> right. So it wasn't about you're being like, a crisp 20. You're yeah. like, I know a sex on the beach is $5 and yeah. I have $6, but it's also like 1990, so that's okay. And I would be like, like one of the few underage people that would tip at all. Right. So it was like, cool. I didn't have seven dollars. Yeah, or, or like a twenty to yeah. plop on the bar. Yeah. No, or certainly not a credit card. My God. Um, oh no. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, I remember card. like like leaving. Uh, uh, like like there were two bars that we drank at. Mm -hmm. um, there were three. There was a really fancy bar that would let my friend Paul and I in. And my friend Paul was older than me, but I still mm -hmm. don't think he was twenty-one. Maybe he was, <laughs> or they didn't ask. I, they yeah. thought it was so ridiculous that we'd actually be sitting at like a cloth napkin like bar that you yeah. get like you know, steak tartare. That's probably like, the smart move is to go to like a fancy restaurant and just sit at the bar. We just sat at the bar. And, yeah. and I don't care how much eyeliner I put on. I don't know. I, I can't <laughs> imagine I looked like I was 21. I mean, maybe I, did, I don't know. Well, the bartender didn't care. We never yeah. started trouble. We never, you know. I mean, um, I can't tell the difference between a 21 and a 31 year old right now. Not anymore. So. I can't. Yeah. Like I could back then, I would be like, uh, I'm 23. Yeah. Like as if 23 is different than 21. The difference 21. is a 21 year old should know where to find their ID and a 31 year old is like, oh shit, let me look for it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. I, I busted a couple of kids the other day that came in and I was like, I need your IDs. And it was like the one and the two and the girl was kind of hiding in the, like behind uh -huh. them. And I was like, I need you. And she said, I left it at work. And I said, mm -hmm. I said, when you work tomorrow, remember your ID. And bring it in, and we'll see you again. <laughs> and they started the whole. They started explaining the rules to me about how they can eat if they're, like, if they're eating and they're not drinking. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. And I, <laughs> and I was like, I'm not. They were explaining the rules to you. Yes, they were. Yeah, eating. like, oh, she's not gonna eat, and da da da. da. And I was like, no. I'm like, I'm not doing this. No. Like, bye, <laughs> bye. That's how I knew she was not 21. Yeah. Is because she made it so obvious like yeah. a good fake ID I wouldn't have even known you know but she was you know if she's oh, just, just like, gonna okay, have water gonna... I'm like me not no <laughs> not here you're not not on my watch it'd be one thing so it would be one thing if her friends showed your showed you their ID and they were 31 and she was like oh man I left my ID at work that's what I mean yeah like yeah. fuck yeah but she yeah. was like they were like 22 yeah maybe exactly. according to the ID and yeah, yeah I don't, you don't leave the house when you're you know you're so proud of it or you just know you're gonna get carded everywhere and yeah that's alright they're testing us you know and they lost you know <laughs> maybe they'll get better fake IDs that's fine I had these kids at Mission one day that were just like they were doing everything wrong everything uh -huh. wrong about one had one had a, an out of state expired ID no one had no no ID at all mm. and one had um, and they were clearly from like Berkeley Carroll like they were that young and one had on her phone like a New York State ID or they call New York uh -huh. City ID and I was like let's you can't use that for ID anyway and also I'm not taking a photo of an ID I yeah. don't want to carry it with me and I was like 
And in front of everyone, there's probably 10 or 12 people in the bar. It was in the afternoon on a Friday. At the top of my lungs, I said to them, I pointed at everyone, and I was like, listen, we all figured it out. Figure it out. (laughs) And they were horrified because they were these Park Slope kids that had never been told no in their lives. And I was like, figure it out. I got into bars when I was yeah, 16. Figure it out. Every, yeah. yeah. And everyone else was like, ha ha, this is what I did. You know, I was yeah. like, okay, maybe it's like, different you now. you have computers, you have parents that give you credit cards. Like, yeah. They'd like, never been told no in their lives. And I was yeah, like, no, so no. Like, we bought cigarettes. We yeah. bought booze. We bought drugs. Yeah, figure it out. What's yeah. the matter with you kids? Yep. <laughs> so, they were not happy, but. Yeah. Happy, but. I mean, I, I never got... I, there are times I was turned away from bars, too, and you're just like, fuck, that, that's, that's the game, right? I mean, I feel like if you want to get drunk with your friends, you can, like, order from, like... Order delivery from a wine store. Yeah. Like, any under-21-year-olds, like, order delivery from a wine store. Is that your advice today? Is that's that your my, stage that's advice? my advice. Can you like, imagine? If you live with your parents, and show them your parents' ID. Like... Well, Can you imagine, like, how easy, you know, my it brother worked so at a liquor easy. store, so it helped. Yeah. And my, my other brother, who's older than him, uh, was grandfathered in mm. when, you could, when you were 18. And he also uh-huh. had a beard when he was about 14. So <laughs> it was, like, no problem. Uh, and he, he's not a big drinker, but he, he'd be like, Can you get some vodka? I'd be like, oh, uh, you know. There were just the places we knew that would serve us. And then there were some places that were tougher. I would go to places like I would go on like a Friday afternoon and like order one drink and like read a book (laughs) and then when they did the switch over and it became like Friday night I was already in there right and so like the day bartender didn't the day bartender wasn't going to proof like a woman in there by herself ordering a glass of wine reading a book yeah a woman I was like 17 year old woman and then yeah and then it would be night like I don't know. I had nothing else to do. That was like, I went shopping and I was like, I'm gonna sit in this bar until it becomes like a club. Yeah, and until it was annoying. Yeah. yeah. And um, you're right. That's, that's a good. You gotta have a plan. Like you I said, have a plan. figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, don't just walk into my bar and tell me you don't have ID. Yeah. Especially Find now, the, you know. Especially now that there's somebody at the door of every bar. Yeah. But like normal times, the bartender has to proof you. Yeah. So like, order a drink that. Is not going to trigger them. Yeah. Like, Don't get an iced know? tea. Yeah. yeah. Leave a gin and tonic. You know? Oh, that's a normal drink for an adult. Here you yeah. go. Don't be stupid. Don't come in with three other people. Like, come Don't, in one uh, at like a time. the kids at the uh, uh, mission, that, like, they went and they like hid behind the pinball machine. I'm like, you have as they long as you. it takes me they to finish you. pouring these two beers <laughs> to, to show your to like show they yourself. Hid behind the pinball yeah. machine. Oh my god. Can we get a picture of no uh, you know. <laughs> picture or, is a is Or a do trigger. what I did and get a really old boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Good old man. <laughs> yeah. No one was gonna tell him that his date couldn't have a drink. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't envy them now. I don't envy the kids now trying to drink. So you, so you, opened your own place. I did during we COVID. Did. During COVID. So tell me Pandemic all about opening. it. Tell me every single thing. <laughs> it was easy, and now you're rich. It was so easy. It was so <laughs> rich now. Um, it it was. It's funny because the things that happened, the bad things that happened, happened before COVID. I mean, COVID sucks yeah. and whatever, but yeah. like all the bullshit was before. It was pre-COVID. We had yeah. a problem with. Um, uh, getting our, uh, they call it a letter of no objection. It's like a uh-huh. like a certificate of, of uh, CFO 
Um, and if you open a business, specifically a business like a bar restaurant in a building, you have to be, you're responsible for any violations in the building. You don't yes. have to pay for them or anything. I mean, the mm -hmm. landlord does. We have to be up the landlord's ass about getting them fixed. Yes. And that, and there were many, yes. many, many. Yes. And we had they the same were, issue. yeah, ridiculous. Like, I don't, I still don't, like, if the elevator doesn't work on the fifth floor, it's my problem. Yeah. But then I have to call my landlord, who is a management company. Yes. It's not even a guy that it can, yeah. hey, Steve. Like, it, there wasn't any of that. <laughs> um, that took, I, uh, over a year. We looked at this place and had a handshake agreement in October of 2017. I know that you looked at this place and had an agreement before I found Minis. Yes, yeah. And Minis is on its second anniversary two days ago <laughs> of being open. Yeah, our first anniversary was March 16, 2020, oh, the day the bar shut down. Marty, oh my God, like... You really just like, that's we what you were, said, like, I should have gone to law school. <laughs> I know. We were so excited. We were like, this is, like, the first year is hell. You know, spoiler alert. Yeah. The first year is hell. You have, like, some good days and you're, some bad days. You don't get paid. And then we're like, all right, we're going into year two. This Here is going to be our year, baby. Like, we had the karaoke. We had the trivia. Yep. We had our drag night. We were starting, people were starting to hear about us. And we were, like, planning our anniversary party. And then nothing. Literally, like, Literally the nothing. curtain dropped. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. So you, yeah, you guys were going back and forth on this. You said 2017. We got our permits for everything, for most of our permits that week, the week wow. of the 15th of March of 2020 and we were like hooray and then wow ooh. <laughs> like very That's quickly crazy. we actually had a conversation about do we or don't we like do we move forward with this we haven't mm -hmm. paid anybody yet yeah you know we hadn't we, we had a lease that we knew we could definitely get out of because of covid and yeah. whatever um so um and nick our fearless yes. leader, Nick the Contractor. We Nick, love Nick. Nick Bibbidi Bobbalopoulos. Um, <laughs> he's like, let's just do it. He's like, we won't be as far ahead as we want to be, but he's like, we'll be, we'll at least get the nuts and bolts so done. So Nick had the final vote? Nick, Nick was the, <laughs> and Nick, Nick and so our, uh, our wonderful uh, architect, Renee, uh -huh. um, I was talking to everybody. I was like, should we just not or wait or what do uh -huh. we look? What do we do? Uh, yeah. Because once we, we can't unwing that bell. Like once we've done it, once we start once as we start. Motion, we can't. And yeah. Renee and Nick and, and, and Matt and Matt were both like, let's just do it. Let's just do it. Uh -huh. And Nick was great. Nick was like, I can do, um, you know, some, you know, on the sly construction and whatever. And, and he did. And it, we kind of came out of it like it, it ended up not being that long. It was maybe uh -huh. six weeks or something. You could have nothing. Nick may or may not have still <laughs> but, I mean, uh, ripped up the floor. There's um, so many Nicks in the world. Yeah, it could be Nick, you know, <laughs> I, my, my friend Nick. Um, so we came out of it at least stripped down, at least like to the bare bones of the place uh -huh. or whatever. And then it was just like, um, like stuff like that wasn't, the, all those nightmares that you hear about like contractors. Like, yes. Oh, you have a great experience at Hinty. I feel like, like Matt and I did the bad contractor thing. Right. And then by the time this came along, we had already weeded out all the bad contractors. Yeah. And then I found Nick at Minis and he is awesome. Yeah, he was I just I recommend great. Nick, but I'm not going to say his name because we just said he did something bad. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Allegedly. Um, Allegedly. Uh, so that all moved forward. And then like things like the liquor license, like things that, that people think are going to be the nightmare yeah, were not. not. What the nightmare was, was fucking COVID. Like, all of a yeah. sudden, we couldn't... 
everything was different. And, and any advice that I asked for from people was based on their experience was pre-COVID. You yeah. know, like, oh, I just walked into the health department and I got my permit. I'm like, okay, yeah. that was 10 years ago yeah. and we don't walk into anywhere right now. And, yeah. you know, so it, that was a game changer in terms of um, how to maneuver the yeah. system and you never get the same answer twice because you can never no. talk to a person you can't yeah. say hey person at department of health what do i need to do this or department of buildings yeah um or whomever and so you kind of gotta you have to wing it a little bit and i think in the at the end of the day i'm like i just need a printed thing in my hand like our like i made a point of being really really nice to mm. our local mail carrier because uh-huh. They weren't leaving mail for us, but I wanted to get to a point where she would knock on the window if oh. she thought I was here because she had our liquor license, which yes. they will not mail to your home address. They won't. They'll mm-hmm. only mail it to the LLC. So things like that. I'm like, I got, got my ducks in a row. Like, mm-hmm. oh, my liquor license gets FedEx to wherever I need it. <laughs> oh, they, they told me they wouldn't. Maybe it's the first, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. Maybe it was your mail attorney. Home. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Anyway, we got it Anyways, because she yeah. tapped on the door one day and That's I was like, amazing. Ah. Um, and I was like, once I had that stuff in it, you know, checked out, checked that box, it was, um, the hard stuff was the waiting, the constant, like, when, when, yeah. when, and, you know, like I say, like, if it's, with the exception of the beautiful, beautiful walls, if it's painted yeah. in here, I painted it, Yeah. you know, and I, you know, and I got three quotes from everybody for the windows and the drafts and the whatever, like, there's all that sort of minutia but yeah it wasn't it wasn't a horror show it took too long there are things i wouldn't have done if it had, like i sanded and painted all those stools at the at the rail oh yeah because i wanted the hairpin ones uh-huh. not the wide ones uh-huh if, if it weren't COVID, i wouldn't have done that you yeah, know what i mean yeah. like i'm like we got them for a song they were much cheaper than they would have been at chair up but whatever so there's uh-huh. things like that that like just you know Chair up, chair up. <laughs> Best name ever. They sell chairs. Um, so, um, no, you know, like regular night. I mean, we, I was here one day painting the wainscoting in the bathroom. Uh-huh. If you have not painted wainscoting, do not. I don't recommend it. Yeah, yeah. That. Horror show. Horror show. <laughs> and the and it's dark blue paint, and the you know the primer was white. So, like, halfway through, I'm like, this needs two coats. Kill me now. <laughs> and I was here on a very exciting Friday night one night in the bathroom. So I was like, I wasn't leaving the bathroom. Yeah. I could, I could use the bathroom and then just keep That's painting. Nice. And I remember thinking to myself, I didn't realize it was raining out so hard. And I came out into the room, and it was just like a, like a waterfall, a pipe had burst. Oh and I God. had let it go because I thought it was raining. That's crazy. And it was Friday night at maybe 10 o'clock at night like it was uh-huh. two in the morning but I was like oh my god like there was a couple of those things I remember was, hearing about that yeah. pipe breaking and I had painted the kitchen the same color blue and also needed two coats and that's where it was leaking so I was like uh, so I had to paint it again so you know, it needed more coats more painting oh man there were those sort of things that were uh, awful um, but but not I mean you hear these stories about people that just either don't open I mean the thing that held us up was COVID it wasn't yeah some box we didn't check that we found out the day we were opening it wasn't you know our, you know we had liquor we had a tap system we had all uh-huh. that stuff so we were and in I know you guys were you guys were hesitant to do your opening night because historically your opening night is your best night 
for years. Yeah. For it's years bonkers. you're chasing that opening night. And to do it during COVID when you can only have, I think it, it was like 18 people inside back yeah. then. Or maybe it was. I think it was 25. Maybe it was 25. But, yeah, but still. Hooray, and, right. And then um, Matt told me you guys were worried that if all our friends show up, how will the locals be able to come in? Right. And it was like, important, because, I thought, to, to let yeah. to open the door and let anybody in and tell them, you know, COVID rules apply. But I'm not going to tell someone, like, oh, you're not my friend. Because yeah. that that's not good optics anyway. Yeah. And it's also not cool. Like, no, just, it's not cool. Actually not cool. Yeah. Um, Plus, your friend's kind of suck. So right, that's true. <laughs> we have a lot of the same friends. Yeah. But it was, it, so we, we didn't post it on, like, the social media or any of that stuff. Uh -huh. But we just, like, kind of quietly told people, like, if you want to come by... It did. It worked out. It worked out very well. That um, it was still, you know, it was still like there was some turnover. So, you uh -huh. know, Matt kept saying, it's only going to be 25 people. I'm like, well, 25 at a time. So if somebody yeah. leaves, someone else can come in, you know. But yeah. we couldn't have the um, the DJ and the bullshit that you want. Yes. So we did that. And, and frankly, we had a lot of local people. We had a lot, a lot of local business owners showed up, which I appreciated. Oh, that kind of came from restaurants and stuff? Restaurants. Uh, there's oh, a couple places around here that were like, just came in and I was like, Oh, Wonderful. that's really nice. Yeah. That's great. I love when that happens. And you don't want to ever turn those people away, you know? No. Um, and bars have a really good, you know, historically have a really good relationship with the restaurants because then their staff comes in after work and yeah. your staff orders food from there. And so there's usually like a nice... Yeah. Simpatico. Of course, now yeah. we all close at the same time. It's ridiculous. If you would like to support Fiona's, please stop by 562 Floppish Avenue. And obviously, we would love to see you at Hinterlands and Minis. Stay safe out there. I know you're